Welcome to the 2X e-commerce podcast show. And on this episode, I'm going to be talking about e-commerce metrics to measure across the funnel. I'm going to be talking about three stages. Do stay tuned. Welcome to 2X e-commerce, the e-commerce marketing growth podcast where you ask questions and I, Kenny, answers them. Also here from proven marketing growth experts who are number one or number two in specialist areas of online retail marketing. So if you work in or own an online retail business, listen in, get involved, join me and let's put some fuel to skyrocket your e-commerce growth. So on the inbound marketing strategies, how do you beat Amazon? Natural search and our search engine position is critical to the customer flow through the website. I personally would not have an account process interrupt checkout flow at all. My favorite customer lifetime value calculation is an easy one. It's your average order value times that purchase frequency times uh, your customer lifespan. I'm Kunay Campbell. Let's get rolling. Welcome, 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 everybody. Um, welcome to the 2X e-commerce podcast show. You may have listened to the previous podcast show where I talked about um, the discovery and consideration levels of the um, e-commerce funnel and what metrics to measure at those stages. And on today's episode, I'm going to be talking about the revenue retention and advocacy stages of the e-commerce funnel and exactly what metrics to measure at that level. But before we dig into the episode, I really want to ask you one favor, guys. Questions? hit me up on Twitter, just search for Kune or 2X e-commerce on Twitter and, you know, ask me any questions you may have about this episode, previous episodes or issues you're having with your e-commerce store. I, If you're an e-commerce manager, if you're a marketer in e-commerce or you own an e-commerce store, you like to hear about marketing and growth tactics, listen on to this show, hit subscribe, please, and share, you know, the the the, the, the good news with, with, with other friends and colleagues of yours, you know, to tune in and subscribe to the show. That's one favor I'm asking. So let's dig in. Let's dig in. Let's dig into to, to this episode. So if you were in the previous episode, I, you know, talked you know, a lot about um, the funnel. I explained what the e-commerce funnel should look like. Um, there's the awareness stage, which is top of the funnel. And um, after that, there's more or less the the consideration stage where they're engaging with your brand. And then after that, there's a conversion stage or the revenue stage where they're, they're actually either converting as um, members of your list or, you know, um, they're converting by actually making a purchase or, you know, um, purchasing a sample if you do samples before sales. And then I talked about um, how to measure the lifetime value of retention of, you know, um, existing customers. And finally, how to measure satisfaction that would enable them, you know, um, share the word about your brand. So the the, the last three is what we're going to talk about today. And um, we're going to dig into e-commerce metrics today at the conversion stage. Okay, so tracking sales and revenue, obviously, is a given. I, you know, run a few e-commerce stores and I check my my metrics on a regular basis. That that's a given, right? And it's standard procedure across, you know, um, businesses, you know, to, to to track revenue. But beyond that, beyond that, um, what would you want to measure? You know, at the conversion stage, you know, what what KPIs you really really want to measure? I would say before you even start to think about revenue, or before you start to measure revenue, a lot of people. Do not, you know, measure microconversions. What are microconversions? They're predetermined steps which occur before a sale. 
Okay. And um, in, in my opinion, the two major, you know, kind of um, um, what's it called? Um, Micro conversions are email collection. And um, in the case of um, instances where you offer um, samples, they call it like a tripwire in um, the information marketing world, their samples, you know, order samples. And more people who have initially sort of given their details to you freely, the more likely they're going to convert. Okay. So are you measuring, you know, emails? You know, you need to measure your emails. You need to measure where you're getting the emails, how you acquire the emails. Okay. And the growth you know, across those parts. Sometimes you may be, you know, working with um, overlay pop-ups, you know, um, and they would have tremendous, tremendous um, um, success initially, and then they'll dwindle just off the back of um, copy fatigue, you know, advertising copy fatigue, or, you know, people are used to that format and they're just, you know, used to clicking next. So you need to measure that on a regular basis to understand its, its effectiveness to see if, you know, copies required, copy changes required, or, you know, an entirely different strategy is, um, is, is required. So email collection is really important at, um, the micro conversions, you know, micro conversions or the, the revenue stage and also order samples. So if, as I said before, if you're into flooring or you're into furniture or you're, or you're selling, you know, high ticket items, you will, you know, a lot of the time have a sampling service. You need to measure, you know, sample to, 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 um, you know, your, your samples. You know, many people actually get in samples. The other things you really want to look at is the micro conversion to the macro conversion ratio, right? So how many from the emails I acquired, you know, this month, how many of those emails have converted to sales from the number of samples I've sent out from my store this month? How many of those, um, you know, sample, you know, orders have actually converted to, to full, full on sales? Okay. So you need to measure that. And in some industries, it's called the sample to order ratio. You need to get an understanding. So you know that um, if you move the figure on email connection, um, obviously there has to be a relevancy um, aspect to it it would have a positive effect on sales, okay? Um, the next stage really you want to look at is um, the number of transactions. How many transactions are you are you getting? Not just total revenue, but the number of transactions. A lot of people also take this for granted. Not only transactions, but you also want to look at, um, you know, average order value. Because sometimes, and, you know, I've been in this situation, you know, several times where we see, wow, we've grown in revenue. But when you look at the figures, you know, you, you'd realize that, wow, Average order value action increased and transactions reduced. And you have to understand why. You have to understand the why, you know, as to, you know, wh what's going on. You may need to dig further into um, the, the, um, the, the, the actual transaction to see where the skew is coming from. Because it may be that particular month you had, you know, someone who bought 10x, you know, normal, um, what, you know, 10x what, you know, people buy normally. And that just skews the entire figures because averages do not necessarily give you mean, you know, the, the average metric mean does not necessarily give you a full picture. You may want to look at, um, you know, things like median to, to, to understand um, and to, to look at median, which is <clears throat> when you align all of um, the, the scores, you, 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 you kind of pick what's in the middle. But what I'm saying is that you need to really, you know, understand and look at the number of transactions, average order value, um, along with obviously total revenue.
Okay. Um, the next thing you want to look at is number of visits to a sale. You know, how many, you know, visits have resulted to a sale, you know, does it require, so sometimes I'm, you know, it may take, um, you know, just one visit or two visits to, to result to a sale because you're not necessarily selling, um, that much of a high ticket item. So they may have discovered you say on Instagram, for instance, they click through to your Instagram ad or your Instagram page, they look at your, your product and it may not be an impulsive buy initially, but they bookmark it and, you know, um, come the weekend or come payday, they come back and um, they come and purchase. So you need to understand the number of visits that result to a sale. This is particularly very important for first time buyers. Um, the other thing you want to look at at the revenue stage really is um, the sales conversion rate. Um, you, a lot of people say, oh, what's your conversion rate? And then you say, oh, it's 3% or which is the average, or you say 1% or oh, that's poor. Or you say 7%, well, that's you know fantastic. But you need to look further, you know, by um, looking at what are your conversion rates per channel? You know, what's the conversion rate from AdWords traffic? What's the conversion rates from, from SEO traffic? What's the conversion rate from social? What's the conversion rate from, from a TV ad? What's the conversion rate from um, an influencer shout out? You need to look at that, you know, and have that in your dashboard. Okay. So all your core channels that you think are the major channels, you know, bring them on and, you know, drive, you know, um, further conversion rates. Try to understand what the conversion rates are per channel. Um, you also want to look at conversion rates per, per category sometimes, or you want to look at conversion rates per campaign. So if you set up new campaigns, um, you want to look at that. Category is quite interesting because at um, the category level, um, some categories might be better performing than others. And, you know, um, getting that picture, that full picture will be really, really important. Um, micro conversion rates, obviously, you, you really need to, to understand, you know, at each stage of your funnel, your your um, checkout funnel, right? So your, your checkout funnel, you know, how many people are actually coming through, adding stuff to their cart, adding products to their cart, and how many people are, you know, hitting the, the checkout page. Um, what's the cat abandonment, you know, rate? You, you need to look at that, you know, quite, quite, quite carefully. At the revenue stage again, which is, you know, because revenue, e-commerce is all about revenue, right? Product revenue. You also want to look at your CAC. What is CAC? Customer acquisition cost. It's um, a term used very often in um, the SaaS space, but, you know, it's it's pretty much um, a given across, you know, um, all, all of marketing. It was just cost of acquiring customers. And um, you just don't want to put in a cost. You want to look at um, the cost per channel, right? Um, you want to look at assisted conversions, you know, and you, you, you want to look at basically direct, you know, um, sales conversions, right? And you want to look at assisted conversion. Direct sales conversions basically means I bought an ad on Facebook and it converted. I could see it. Facebook gave me this, you know, sale. I could see it on my Google Analytics. An assisted conversion could mean, okay, I bought an ad on Facebook. He um, or she was on our mailing list. We sent her three emails. She clicked through to our Instagram page and then um, she decided to purchase through Instagram. However, face, if, if that first stage of Facebook never happened, you know, then would never should never have gone through that, you know, funnel. So you need to understand what the assisted conversion rates are per channel because, um, you know, um, lots of um, your customers may interact with you from various channels, you know, um, before they actually purchase. So cost acquisition cost is absolute 
matter of survival for your company. So measuring, you know, how much you're using to acquire customers is is like so, 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 so important. Uh, so um, apply a figure, you know, look for, for paid is much easier. Um, but for organic, um, you, you you need to, you know, look at um, your efforts, how much you're paying for, for services or you're paying staff to, to get organic reach. Okay, so um, that's customer acquisition cost, um, and, and those are the key, the core metrics you really want to look at um, in in your revenue stage. So as I said, micro conversions, micro to macro conversions, you know, average order value. Um, you want to look at um, you know um, conversions per channel. You want to look at number of visits to sell. You know, and you want to look at um, your CAC, your your customer acquisition cost. Okay. Um, the next stage you really want to look at, um, obviously once you've acquired customers, the kind of metrics you want to be looking at is the retention stage. And, um, basically there's, there's a startling, um, finding by Bain Consultants, a Bain Company Consultancy, which is five, a 5% increase in customer retention rate will result to 25 to 95% increase in profits. And this is because it is easier to sell more to existing customers than it is to acquire new customers. So once you've got them in the door, you don't just focus on the first sale, but you you focus on getting them to to regularly buy from you. Okay, um, sometimes it's dependent on your business model. You know, a lot of times it's dependent on your business model, which is fundamental. If you're selling replenishables, it's more often than not that you get high ret- higher retention rates. But if you're selling very high ticket items, people use um, not very often. Then your retention rates will be low. So what are the key things you want to be measuring at a retention stage? You want to measure repeat purchase rate. This metric shows a portion of repeat customers from your overall customer base. It's just a primary retention you know, marketing metric that's calculated by dividing the total number of customers that purchased more than once by the total number of, you know, um, of customers in, 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 its, in, its, in its entirety. Um, the other metric you want to look at is purchase frequency, which measures, um, you know, repeat customers over a period of time, like 12 months. I prefer this metric to repeat, you know, the repeat purchase um, rate, because this looks at it from a period of time, which you could, you know, set up for like maybe 12 months, six months, you know, depending on the kind of business you you have the other metric you really want to look at is your order cap analysis, which basically gives you an understanding of the time gap a typical customer would return. So if a customer returns every season, if you're into fashion, then you understand that your order gap is about three months. You know, customers will buy, you know, a pair of jeans every three months. Oh, that's a really good business. But if you're selling shaving sticks, you know, online, then you know that could be monthly. Okay. The other metrics you want to look at at the retention is the average customer lifetime value. You must have heard it before. And, you know, it's so important to, to understand your, your, your customer lifetime value. Um, it is simply the total amount spent by each customer over their lifetime. Okay. And um, a lot of people want to maximize that time you know, um, a customer actually sticks with you. So if you're into fast fashion and you're acquiring, you know, 16 year olds, they might be with you for 10 years. So you could, you know, calculate your, your, um, so long as you're on trend, you could calculate your um, CLV over a 10 year period or five to a 10 year period. If you're um, a furniture business, then you could, it's, it'd be a bit more tricky because, um, you know, people buy sofas, maybe one every 10 years. Um, so you need to be more careful, you know, more, more conservative with regards to, you know, um, the, the lifetime, you know, um, value, calculating lifetime value. But 
a rule of the thumb is your customer lifetime value must always be greater than the average customer acquisition cost. Okay. And it's so important to understand your customer lifetime value because that gives you an understanding of how much you're going to use to acquire customers, new customers. Okay. So within the the um the customer lifetime value, what what are the metrics you need to look at? Um you need to look at your average order value. You need to look at the period of time, you know, they're going to stick with you as customers and you need to look at the purchase frequency. Okay, so if they're going to stick with you for a 10-year period and the purchase frequency is, you know, every two years, then the purchase with you five times over that, you know, 10-year period. And let's say the average order value is $1,000 or £1,000. Then you just multiply um, their customer lifetime value, which is the five times, you know, they've purchased over, they'll, they'll be purchasing over that 10 years by the $1,000, you know, dollars or £1,000, which is 5000 you know, over a 10-year period. So you know that their customer lifetime value is $5,000 and you can, you know, pretty much, you know, acquire you, you then have um, an understanding of um, what they're worth to you. You have to understand your cost of goods, right? And then um, once you've taken away your cost of goods from that $5,000, you know, um, dollars, you know, you understand your profit margin, basically, you're able to understand how much you can acquire, you know, the customer. So let's say your, your profit margin is, say, you make 60%. So you work out 60% of um, of 5000 and then you, you just... Um, which would be about three thousand, and um, say your profit margin is sixty percent is high, right? Um, three thousand. So um, if you have three thousand, basically to to, to to purchase to 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 acquire you know a new customer, that that's just a rough 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 estimate, but that gives you an idea of why it's so important to understand your customer lifetime value, right? Um, so now the final stage of the e-commerce metrics, you know, of the e-commerce funnel is the pretty pretty much advocacy stage which uh, measures customer sentiment, you know, and the, shall I say, the ability or the the likelihood of your your existing customers to tell their friends and family about your your, your, your company, okay? And the, the way you really want to do that is by um, understanding their satisfaction and happiness levels. One metric you definitely want to have on board is a net promoter score. It's used a lot in SaaS and it measures how likely, you know, your customers will recommend your brand to a friend. It's basically on a scale of um, zero to 10. Nine and 10 mean they're extremely likely. Seven and eight mean they're passive. And one to six basically mean they're not likely. So it's, you need to get 90% or 100%, right? And if you set those kind of bars and you understand who your net promoters are, you'll easily be able to extrapolate, you know, how much, what proportion of your customers really will likely um, be driving word of mouth, you know, um, traffic. And then you could um, potentially reach out to those customers and create referral programs for them to, 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 that incentivizes them. So, from a win-win perspective, because they're happy with your service, um, they're confident that you deliver a service to their friends and family. Um, they not only share their positive experience, um, which gives them, you know, goodwill with their with their family and friends, but they also make 
you know, some, they, 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 they make something tangible, you know, um, off the back of your incentive programs. Okay. It's, it's really, really interesting, you know, way to, to bolster your, um, your, your word of mouth metrics. So you definitely want to look at, explore the net promoter score and not just use it as um, a means of, um, you know, gathering data, but also as a means of actually acting on, on the, the data you, you receive. One of the things you also need to look at, um, depending on is, um, tracking your product reviews on your seller reviews uh one of my what one of my customers do is they set alerts on um you know anything three or less and um they act on digging you know what the issue is you know they they would get on the phone if they have to to understand you know why that person you know had an average you know um customer experience on their website so you know product review and you know platforms and um seller review platforms are are absolutely important okay so that's it really. Um, you, you really, really want to put this all together. Um, I wrote a blog post for big commerce. So if you just type out e-commerce metrics, um, Cunei or e-commerce metrics, big commerce, you will, 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 will find, um, the article, which pretty much summarizes all I've um, spoken about over these two, two episodes. It's, it's really important that you put this on a dashboard on a regular basis that's updated and um, you allow the data that's been updated to be the core focus of one meeting you know you have with with key players in your team and um yeah that that is how the 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 best SaaS companies operate that's how the best e-commerce you know best in class e-commerce you know companies operate they're very very much data driven they get the right data and then they act upon it okay so um until the next show everybody do have a fantastic one i'm signing out kone have a good one cheers bye so that was a wrap on this week's episode of 2x e-commerce remember you can catch me every week and also send your questions and comments on twitter using the hashtag 2x e-commerce keep yourself in the loop by subscribing to this podcast on itunes or your favorite podcasting app it only takes a few seconds and it means you'll get the most up-to-date episodes to help you grow your online store do have a good one till i catch you on the next show bye-bye